When I think of work and the stages that we all go through, uh, when we're working really hard, we're ambitious, we're going after things, we're going to get overwhelmed. Uh, the problem is that we don't know how to get out from overwhelmed. We go through our days and it becomes just normal that we're not sure where things are coming from, what's where all the different projects are at, but we just push, push, push. And a lot of times we're good, but if we're honest with ourselves, we're not meeting our potential and at best. And at worst, we're completely overwhelmed and stressed the entire day and uh, in a bad spot with mental health. So today I want to talk about the three, quickly talk about the three things that you can do to get out from overwhelm um, or the three kind of principles to think through with this. So the first one is, of course, we've all heard it, the 80-20 uh, rule. The 80-20 rule is just that 80% of our work is um, that 20% of our work brings in 80% of the results. So I know a lot of people, myself included out there, that are very kind people, and we want to say yes to everything and just something you're not going to be perfect in tomorrow, but that you should grow in and consider as a skill to and discipline to grow in is being able to say no to certain things. And a good way to do this is actually to write out, um, it'll probably be another podcast episode, but to write out kind of what your dream is for your life, just even in a few sentences and what impact you want to make and just kind of being honest with yourself, letting, giving yourself time to really think through what, what do you want to do with this life that you have uh, work-wise and what impact do you want to make? Um, for me, uh, just being able to really write out a true dream is something that is just so empowering. And I want you to know that maybe we are crazy chasing these dreams, but they're deep down inside of us for a reason, I believe. And if you write it out, uh, you're not silly for thinking big, amazing things or whatever you're thinking. Um, it's deep down inside of you. And uh, for me, one just aspect of that is the how. So software for me has always been um, something I've been drawn to. And so I just look forward to making some sort of impact um, that's a little bit private to me, but uh, I have always envisioned it being having something to do with software. So that's part of it. And then just the big impact. So changing the way that um, for me, I want to just be able to see a world where there's more owners than employees. And that dream was so big, I had no idea how to make it happen. And um, it's been fun little by little. It's feeling like God is showing me exactly how that will happen. Um, so I just have to take each step and trust him. But the first thing is just getting those dreams out on paper, because once you do that, you can say no to a lot of things. Um, and to be fair, when I was super overwhelmed at my account manager job, where I've learned all these, put all these productivity things into practice and makes me, I think, a trustworthy source for you to listen to. Uh, I wasn't thinking about big dreams yet. 
I was just thinking about I cared about my customers. Uh, they they were using a soft our software and it, our software could make their lives better. And so I was putting out fires that didn't really feel important all day long and answering chat and email and everything else and just always having people need me, um, but not really getting to those actually important things, that North Star that I took the job for in the first place, which is those deep conversations, strategizing with customers and making real progress for them. And so that was my dream at the time was I just want to make an actual impact for these customers. And I was able to do that. Um, but until I was dead set on my job here is not to answer everybody instantly and in chat. And um, my job is to like the very main thing I want to get done is strategizing uh, systems using our software for our customers, then I was able to kind of get rid of, rid of the 80% or at least systematize it and have the courage not to uh, think of that as my primary priority. And what that looked like for me was just all the chat. And I didn't notice at the time, I just thought people were constantly needing me and things, but really they were just using communication channels that I had open all the time. And so when they sent me something, I just figured I needed to get back to them right away. And that's just not how it works. But you do need a dependable system that you can get back to people. And that uh, takes discipline. And definitely watch and listen to my other, other podcasts and videos to talk through that. All right. So that's the first thing is just figuring out your dream and uh, your main goal for whatever you're doing so that you're able to kind of optimize around that. The second uh, part to figure out when with overwhelm and potentially more important right away. Is to excuse me, is distraction. So there is research from the Southern California University of Irvine, something like that, that says that every um, when you when you're focused on something at work. Um, every distraction that you allow or that happens equals 23 and a half minutes of um, lost productivity just from, so if, even if it's just one quick distraction and your mind shifts to whatever that distraction is to think through that, focusing back on the thing that you originally were working on takes 23 and a half minutes. So this is just research. Um, we don't need to, <laughs> I'm not going to get into arguing with that because I've definitely found this to be true. One easy illustration is uh, my daughter's gymnastics. Um, often she's a little too far away to see and behind different objects and stuff. So I, one time I remember bringing a book and I would, um, and my son was there, my wife was there too. And I was trying to read this book and watch her and talk to them all at the same time. And obviously I did not, I literally don't think I read a single page. I kept reading, but then I would look around at her and find her and see if there's anything she was doing. And then I'd look up back at my book and I'd start where I had just started, even though, even though I had just read a paragraph and then I'd reread that paragraph. And then I'd uh, get distracted by another thing, like my son talking to me or, or asking a question or something. 
And then I'd forget that I was even reading that paragraph. Like I didn't register. I wasn't even really thinking about it. And uh, needless to say, by the end of my daughter's gymnastics session, I don't think I had read a single page. And so that's what it's like with being distracted. But we allow ourselves to be distracted in this digital era all day long. And uh, I guess I need to be real with you for a minute and tell you that um, those people don't need you right away. I know that I think sometimes it makes us feel important getting back to people right away and seeing if we're needed and if there's an emergency and things. Um, but you're not that important and you're more important at the same time. So you're not so important that somebody can't figure it out themselves or move on and do something. Um, specifically, I'm kind of talking about like text calls, chats, emails, all the things that bombard us constantly and we allow to distract us all day long. Um, so you're not so important that somebody needs you in the next 30 minutes. I promise you that. I did this experiment where I um, turned off all my chat and email notifications and I'd check them every 20 minutes and then it became 30 and then 45 and then two hours and then four hours. And um, I would check my chat five or six times a day by the end. Uh, but email, I would get through once and then I would just kind of check once in the afternoon and that's it. And I experimented by increasing a little by little and telling my boss to call me if there was any emergencies. And he was really supportive of that. Um, I never got a single call. I never had a situation where... Um, until about nine months in, I remember one time I didn't get back to chat and um, I don't know if my boss forgot to call me or what, but he was a little bit frustrated. But that was one time out of probably a thousand to that, probably more. I get a hundred emails a day, probably more chats. So maybe 10,000 communications at one time I didn't get back. Uh, in time to where somebody was a little bit frustrated. And um, I think that was more because of the stress of the situation and not really at me, but uh, I got the brunt of it anyways. But yeah, just telling you that, to be honest, that it, it could happen. But that was by the time, that was about 18 months of um, not checking that stuff constantly. And one time something came through. So um the point with all of that is you're really not that important. Like I thought that I needed to be answering all my colleagues and everybody else constantly all day. Um, but like they were totally understanding. And when I send a chat or an email, um, honestly, I'm not looking for somebody to get right back to me. And honestly, if they do get right back to me, I'm kind of like, what are you doing? Aren't you supposed to be doing something more important than this? Um, but we think that it's just needed right away and that we're really important. It makes us feel important and we kind of feel important and we just do it. Um, but at the same time, you're more important. So you're not so important that you're needed constantly. Um, but you are so important that you need to really work on the actual things that matter. So uh, like for me, that was moving my customers forward every day. I just wanted to get one real thing done that really made progress with my customers each day. And there are other things I did. Um, quick plug for my free guide. So I've got uh, three secrets, productivity secrets to get back three hours a day. 
And this is a quick start guide to the three things that, um, not that I'm talking about here, these are kind of the principles, but the three practical things to help you. Um, I'm alluded to most of them here during this conversation, but um, it's just a how-to guide. So it talks about why each of the three things is important and then how to just get started and do them right now and get three hours back and get out from overwhelm. So you'll find that at timesmith.work forward slash startup. So uh, S-T-A-R-T-U-P. Um, and so anyways, you'll want to check that out because um, it talks through some of this. But one of the things in there is getting one real thing done a day. And it was crazy when I started doing that. Um, I got through my task list and the other thing with it was that um, my customers saw so much progress. Like I was creating pro these processes and systems and things in our software that saved them literally thousands of hours and then their constituents even more time potentially combined tens of thousands of hours and they were seeing so much value from our software that and we'd get to the end of a project and we we're done and they would say, what's next? And I would say, well, there's more, but you would need to buy another module of our software. And so my upsells increased as well to the point where, um, not to brag, but I was doing more upsells than my whole seven person team combined. Um, and that was just because I was creating that much value for the customers that they wanted to move forward with the next thing and that we were making progress. So um, by realizing I wasn't so important that I was needed all the time, um, I became a lot more important. So I think the same thing can be true for you that if you focus on what's important, then you're going to be a lot more important. All right, the third and final thing for today that um, you need to get out from overwhelm is separating your communication and your work. So a lot of us let our communication mix in with our day. So that's kind of like taking a layered cake and just mixing all the icing in with the cake batter before it's cooked. It's just gonna be a mess. So what you want instead is this nice layering that gets you progress on the real things you're doing with focused work and then progress with the collaborative things you're needing to move forward with other people that you're working with or working on. So it's this layering that all together creates a beautiful cake. And um, we're at the 15 minute mark, which is kind of what I've been shooting for for these podcasts to start out. So I'll stop there, but um, do download my free guide to learn how to get that system set up so that you can have communication separate from your focused work and really get that stuff done. Um, I've got a lot of helpful info in there. Again, that's at timesmith.work forward slash startup. All right. I will see you on another episode. Thank you guys for listening. Hope this was helpful.